0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You're listening to Numbers by Barron's. It's Friday, April 7th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is 238,000. That's how many jobs economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal expect the U.S. economy to have added in March. The data will be released by the Labor Department at 8.30 a.m. Eastern today, but the stock market won't react until Monday. That's because U.S. stock exchanges are closed for Good Friday. It's the rare market holiday that's not also a federal holiday. While the stock exchanges are closed, CME stock index futures will be open until 9.15 a.m. Eastern. That wait will give investors a few days to sit with the figures, skipping the typical immediate reaction cycle. Economists expect fewer job additions than the previous month, while the unemployment rate is anticipated to come in at an unchanged 3.6%. Average hourly earnings are projected to rise three-tenths of a percent after February's two-tenths of a percent increase. The next number up is 7%. That's how much the S&P 500 is up so far this year. But those gains haven't been felt across the board. The average stock is up barely 1%. What's behind this? The S&P 500 index has improved because of a few mega-cap companies. The 20 largest stocks in the index have added almost $2 trillion in market capitalization this year while the remaining 480 companies have added just $170 billion. The gains come from significant starting market values as well as upticks in price. Take Apple. Its stock has risen 26% this year, a market cap of $2.6 trillion. That contributed 1.6% to the S&P 500, according to data from Goldman Sachs. Microsoft has had a 19% rise, And Nvidia has had an 83% jump. Each of those added over 1% to the index. Meanwhile, the S&P 500's biggest losers haven't had the same impact. Charles Schwab is down 37% for this year, taking just over a tenth of a percent from the index. Pfizer, which has fallen 20%, has dinged the index just shy of two tenths of a percent. Overall, the rally so far this year is being carried by the biggest stocks. But should the mega cap stocks start to suffer the same fate, the S&P 500 will take a much bigger hit. So investors should look to see broader participation in the rally to gain confidence that it's here to stay. Our last number is $27 billion. That's the pre-agreed floor valuation of Hulu. Ownership of the streamer is split with Walt Disney owning two-thirds and Comcast the remainder. So to take full ownership, Disney would have to pay at least $9 billion. And a new appointment at Disney may hint that full integration is on the horizon. Disney has made the current Hulu president, Joe Early, head of its direct-to-consumer unit. So any integration would fall to him. In the near term, cutting costs is a more serious part of Early's job. Disney recently announced it will cut 7,000 jobs in a plan under returning CEO Bob Iger. Now, taking over Comcast shares of Hulu would be a large cost in the short term, but could result in reduced expenses over the long term. Analysts at UBS recently released a research note that indicates full ownership of Hulu could save over $2 billion in costs, slimming down content and integrating advertising and technology functions. It could also help Disney justify raising prices for its own Disney Plus streaming service. And that's numbers by Barron's for Friday, April 7th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know on Monday. Have a great weekend.